0: for you guys uh this evening um they asked me thursday night and I was a little hesitant to to do it um i had to work friday and then had a lot of stuff a lot of stuff going on today and um i'm glad i did though um immediately whenever i left a couple verses started flooding my mind and um, i texted john immediately he immediately. was like you no know, god gave me a word on the way home so um, best thing I can do is bring it and so um, I'm looking at Matthew 8 verses 23 through 27 and says and when he when he was entered into a ship his disciples followed him and behold there arose a great tempest in the sea insomuch insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves but he was asleep and his disciples came to him and awoke him saying Lord save us we perish And he saith unto them, Why why are ye fearful, O ye little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the waves and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? And so, um, you know, what I want to talk about this morning or this evening is, um, I guess, the peace in the storm. Um, and, and so, uh, I guess, to recap, you know, they get in the boat. The storm's raging. Um, Jesus steps out and he calms the storm. He's, he's asleep in the boat, and they, he, he rebukes the waves and the seas and, and calms it. And it, it makes me think of a lot of situations in my life. And a lot of times, I try to fix things on my own. I try to... Um, to, to make them work on my own. And I can imagine the, the scene that was going on uh, during the storm. You know, the, the disciples were probably throwing stuff over the ship, trying to steady it or, you know, uh, pulling up the nets, pulling up the ropes, uh, lifting the sails, trying to, or taking down the sails, trying to, trying to get this boat to make it through the storm. And all the while, Jesus was right there. He was asleep. And uh, it makes me think of, of situations in my life whenever I try to, to fix things on my own, whenever I try to do things on my own, handle things myself, whenever he's right there and I can call on his name. You know, I, I know the master of the universe. He has all power, and he's, he's right there readily available. You know, but I, I, I constantly try to fix things myself and handle those situations on my own. Um, and so, uh, a verse that came to my mind is, is in the first chapter of Daniel, um, and it always amazes me how, how Daniel starts out, and it says, um, In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem, and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into the hands, with part of the vessels of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Sinar." To the house of his God, and he brought the vessels into the treasury, the house of God, into the house of his God. Uh, and this verse came to my mind because you know to 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 see this going on. You know, uh, it doesn't paint it in a in a very descriptive picture, but you know, the the king Nebuchadnezzar came and besieged uh, Judah. He 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 was taken over the. the the nation of Israel, um, and you can just uh, imagine, like, a war movie going on, um, you know, families being ripped apart, people being uh, slaughtered, taken, you know, that's that's really what was going on, and it always amazed me how, how the Bible paints it. It says, and the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hands, into the hands of uh, Nebuchadnezzar. So I know that even in this, in this brutal scene, even in, in, this, um, in the, this situation that seems so terrible, God was ultimately in control. It says that he gave uh, Judah into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar. Um, and so you know, I know that any situation that comes up in my life, whether it's good, whether it's bad, you know, the ugly, anything, God is ultimately in control and takes care of anything that comes by mind comes my way. Um, And I I guess some something else to to just to note is you know um, the situation that was going on wasn't because of sin either. You know, if I if I cheat on my wife and get somebody pregnant or if I get drunk and get a DUI or something, you know I can't, you know, be like, well, God's gonna get me through You know, that's a consequence of sin that's not like a, a trial or a storm that comes up in my life that's that's a consequences of my own actions you know you can't um, but it, anyway it, in situations that come up in my life that I have no control over I know God is in control and I know whenever it's out of my hands it's in God's hands and Whatever situation comes up, I know that He's always in control. Whether, whether the storm is raging around me, I know God is the one guiding the boat. He's always there that I can call on. Or if it's a good situation, God's always in control. Um, but I guess how how do we accomplish accomplish that? It's easy to just think like, well, I, I know God's in control and can have this. But you know, I'm human, and I always, you know, my mind. Wanders and I, and I have anxieties and I have fears about it. Um, whenever these things happen, you know that a couple situations came up this weekend. You know our air conditioner went out yesterday, and um, I was like, Oh my gosh, how am I gonna fix this? It's still not fixed, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm thinking like, What am I gonna do? It's it's 80 degrees in our house and stuff, but you know I, I have a peace knowing that God is in control and that He's gonna fix it and. You know, whatever the price tag is, or whether it's a small fix or a big fix, that I know God's going to take care of it. And if you look at Philippians chapter four, verses six and seven, it says, "Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God." And the and the peace of God, which which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Jesus, through Christ Jesus. So it says, be careful for nothing, be anxious for nothing, worry about nothing, because in all situations, trust in God, trust in Him, call on His name, because He's the one that's going to lead us through this, Um, so whenever these situations come up, you know, I I was studying through for this message, and the air conditioner went out, and, you know, everything I was going wasn't working, it wasn't fixing, but I knew I, I could... Um, I was like, you know, you got to listen to what you're actually preaching here, you know. So I stopped and prayed about it, and um, I have a peace knowing that God is in control of that situation. God's going to handle that situation, um, and it—it's it, a peace that passes all understanding. You know, she sang it in the song, a peace that will make people think that you're crazy. People that uh, people will question your sanity because you have peace in these situations. Um, you know, I've I've heard it before. You know. You've handled that situation a lot better than I would. Or how are you so calm in that situation? It's because that I've prayed to God and I've given those situations to Him. I've given, I've given it to Him and I know that He's in control and He's going to take care of it. Um, and i got one final verse for you guys. Um, 1 Peter 5 and 7 cast, says, Casting all your care upon Him for He cares for you. <clears throat> so, hey, uh, I like how it says that. It says casting your care upon Him. If you cast something, it's to throw it. You know, just like if you're casting a fishing pole, you throw it out there. The only way you're getting it back is if you reel it in or you go and pick it up. Um, same thing with our worries and our cares. You know, um, we cast them on God, and the only way we pick the only way we get them back is if we go pick them back up. Um, and I know that's easier said than done. You know, I, I'm the same exact way, you know, there's situations that come up in my life, and I'm like, God, I give you this situation, it's in your hands, and then once I've said amen, I'm like, what am I going to do about this? Like, you know, it, it, immediately, I, I'm like, uh, i got to handle this situation, i got to fix it on my own, but I've got, I've got to remember that I've got to give it to him and trust him, and it, it also says casting your care, so it's a continual thing. Um, not just once, not just twice, not just three times, but anytime that, that worry, that fear, that anxiety of whatever situation it is, you know, just give it back to the Lord and say, you know, God, I, I am trusting you in this, and I'm, I'm sorry that I keep bringing it up, but it's yours, and it's, I'm giving it to you. Um, so, you know, I, I have a peace knowing that whenever the storm's raging in my life, whenever, you know, like we read in Daniel, whenever things are being ripped apart, falling apart, I know that God is in control. He's, he's always in control. And um, I have a peace knowing he's, he's in control. And I just always give those situations to him. Give those, give those fears, those, those anxieties, those worries, all those things, just bring them to God in prayer, and he'll take care of them. Because he, he's all-powerful, he has the power to get us through those situations, because he has the power to, to lead us through all those storms in our life. And I know he's in control. And that's
1: all I got. We wanna go back into worship or the Bible's full of uh, accounts where the Lord took over in, in impossible situations and turned around. I mean if you look at Joseph's life and you look at how Joseph in Genesis, how that there's many times in Joseph's life that things did not go as he planned. Joseph trusted in the Lord, and what judge's brothers meant for evil, God meant for good. You know, when you think about when the butcher and the baker, you know, were uh, gave their testimony, and and he asked, the, I believe it was the baker to remember him, and the baker completely forgot about him and left him there in jail. Two years later, the king has the has the dream, and and he remembers. Oh, I remember Joseph down in, down in prison. Uh, let's go get him. If, if he would have been released two years before, he could have been anywhere in the world. But God kept him there for a purpose, and that purpose was so that later on he could call him up. So we don't know the things that we're going to endure, but um, God, has, God is purposeful in everything. We may not like it whenever we're going through it. But we know that he's he's got a plan and he's got a purpose he will
2: help us. I thought we were about to leave. Rail. I was like, listen, I ain't come down here for nothing. <laughs> well, I have been here for a moment and I don't know all y'all. So I'm just, I don't know most of y'all. I'm an example I don't know a few of them. I'm thankful to be back because I'm I'm telling you, this is just. I've been going through a season of my life where I've been working through jobs, and I was in the hospital a uh, a few months ago a month ago I was ready to die I was ready to take my life I was done I was just struggling with anxiety I just was I mean, I was in the hospital psychiatric unit twice. When I take my life, I was done with everything. I was just done with people. I just didn't care no more. I had anxiety. I had severe depression. And I, I'm going to tell you this. I'm thankful to be in the land of the living. I'm thankful to be here on this stage because I'm going to tell you, God is faithful. In spite of it, I may not see it, but I know my breakthrough is coming. I may not understand it. But I know God is in the midst of it all. Even when things start being shaky, I know God is right there through the midst of the pain. And I'm thankful to be in his house today because I know that without him, I'm nothing. Without him, I'm just a ship sinking. And I'm thankful to be in his presence because I know that God is faithful. And I know I was reading the other day, I was reading about Jesus and the disciples. And, you know, sometimes I I struggle with my doubt. The faith, the doubt, and I was reading in there, and I was reading, and I noticed that the Lord was just showing me stuff, three different parallels in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and Mark, and John this stuff, and showing me about you know him feeding the five thousand. He said, "I need you to take these loaves and bread. I need you to feed these people." He, how can we feed them? There's two million. He said, "You give me the two. You give me the two fish, and give me the five loaves." I'll take it, let me show you. He took it up, blessed it, multiplied it, and there was enough for, for there was enough after. They had all the scraps and everything. It, and he said this, you know, they, they doubted. And God tested their faith. And this was the day that John the Baptist had died, and you know, Jesus already had a heavy heart. And the disciples were losing their faith. There's nothing too hard for God, and I had to learn that. There's nothing too hard for Him, even in my wanderings, even in my, in my, in my depression. There's nothing too hard for Him, and I'm so thankful for God's grace and His goodness. And there's, there's times,
1: times when we go through storms like that, that, that we don't understand everything that's happening, that we may not learn that lesson right away but we know that God's in control. and then as it's revealed to us maybe not this year but maybe in a couple of years the Lord will reveal those things to you there may be a time when someone's setting before you who's going through a similar situation and you can say this is what the Lord brought me through and this is what he brought me through and he increases your faith
3: Every lesson you learn isn't always a lesson for you in the first place, though. I mean, when, when you learn the lesson, you're supposed to pass that lesson on as well. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to pick back off everybody else and just say I, I needed what you were talking about tonight. I'm not necessarily going through a storm, but I am going through a process of uh, I'm trying to get married. I'm ready to get married, but I don't know when I'm going to be able to get a job and I can't get married until I... Have a job, so I'm just in the process of waiting to to find a job and putting, you know, having the Lord put me exactly where He wants me, um, so that then everything else can happen. And you know mm-hmm. that takes a process, and there, there's definitely a plan in that process. So I, I definitely am encouraged by what you said. I I remember whenever I was in the same situation mm-hmm. you
0: were. Um, I just got out of college, and and I were engaged to get married and I couldn't find a job you know it was hard to, to find one I remember um, Corey I preached a message and I, I still remember it to this day he talked about Joseph in, in the prison and it says that you know God's favor was upon Joseph's life and everywhere he went um, God's favor was on him and he said you know if you can't get out of your prison run it and that always stuck with me. Whatever situation I'm in, whatever thing I'm going through uh, at the time, I, I couldn't find a job. We were, we were fixing to get married, and, um, you know, whatever prison I was in, whatever situation, I just had to give it to God and say, God, you know, this is yours, uh, and I pray your favors on my life, and uh, I just give it to you. Whatever situation, whatever calling you have for me, I'm just going to give it to you, and I know that
1: I will... Uh, i'll do your work through it many times i'll pray teach me teach me quick lord <laughs> i know you've got a lesson in this for me help me to see what you need to see teach me quick because i don't like where i'm at it helps sometimes i listened to a message uh, by one of the greatest
4: preachers unless you're matthew francis chan uh, but it was a 20-minute message and he went through the entire book of Job in 20 minutes and, uh, and it really struck me because like I began actually like kind of after I heard it like look back in my life and realized how true it was it's like like how you're saying like sometimes we go through storms and it's not because we did anything it's just because stuff happens and like the, the Bible says that Job was a righteous man he hadn't done anything wrong he was he was living life he was doing what he was supposed to and all these things you know began to happen but uh, after it all one of my favorite things that Job says you know he asks God all these questions and God answers them and he's like you know where were you when I did all this and this and he says I had heard about you but now I'm actually seeing you and that spoke to me because I was like how many times have I been in church my whole life and like I heard sermons I heard messages I heard all the good things you know what I mean but like when I actually had gone through stuff in my life and began to actually see God it changed the way like my whole relationship with him like when I look back and you know whether the storm was either my undoing or not my undoing either way i can see that my relationship with god grew stronger in each of them and i learned like an aspect of his love or whatever it was that even like you know every day like Nick paul says that so we should know the unknowable love of god to know the height length width, of death and like it's like every day i'm learning okay well like the height length width, of death i thought it was like i thought it was in this box it's like no nah, it's bigger than that and it's like almost every day like every storm we go through like, we're learning more about god um and it's kind of been one of the things is like, I've had, you know, really weird conversations with people. Like the guy at Bobby John's, God had me speak to him one day, and like, he mm-hmm. share, shared me with his whole story at Papa John's. And like, but, you know, I look at it and he's like, you know, like, I could have told that guy why he went through it, but I can see that God's using it now. Because, you know, for whatever reason, <laughs> I'm asking him now. I'm like, hey, man, like, can I pray for you? Like, I don't even know this dude. And he begins to just share these things. So it's like, hey, we might not even know why people are going through him
2: but God doesn't. He's going to use us to speak into the situations like that. One thing that I learned, I learned the other day somebody had posted it, is that we get everybody, we've all been delivered by us from something. Mm-hmm. We've all been delivered from something. And, you know, it's not that we just don't need deliverance because everybody needs delivered from something. But we also need discipline. Because, listen, we were delivered from it. God set us free. But are we going to be disciplined enough to stay away from that sin? Or stay away from what God, or God that has delivered us from? Because so many times when God delivers us from someone, or so many times we get so stuck in a situation. It's not that, you know, oh, God, we just sometimes, we just hit our, just not disciplined enough. But I'm going to tell you this. God will never fail. And God always wins the battle. He does. I ain't here. I ain't here for nothing today because I, I'm thankful because I was. I'm, I, I've been trying to get here, and, and I'm excited to be here because I'm telling you, God is faithful. He's wonderful. He's merciful. And man, I wanted to tell you that God, I, <clears throat> thank you Lord. He sees your crown He sees your tears. And I'm not lying. I know you're struggling right now. I know you're tired. You're working four jobs. You've been. You've been trying. You're doing the best you can. And I want to tell you, God's proud of you. You're going to get married. You're going to have that successful family. You're going to do what God has called. You're doing what God has called you to do. You keep sowing. You keep waiting on the Lord. And he's going to renew your strength. He's going to renew everything inside of your body. You keep trusting. You keep praying. You keep sowing. And you keep doing everything that the Lord has told you to do. And he will begin to open up doors that no man can shut. Because God always has a plan on the other side. For you. He does. He hasn't failed you yet.
3: True. Need that. Thank you. I uh, felt like, well, as you were speaking, that you know everybody does go through a storm. That it's just you're either in a storm or you've just came out of one. And felt like uh, if you know you're willing and you're brave enough to, uh, you can tell us a little bit about the storm that you're going through so that we can lift it up in prayer. If, if everybody's okay with that, so I mean if you have a storm that you're going through and you want to share and have us pray about it. I feel
1: like this is a good opportunity to share so that we can pray about it. One thing about a lesson about a storm is either you're in a storm mm-hmm. or you're in a calm. Today you may be in the calm, tomorrow you may be in the storm. Mm-hmm. So when, when the story about, uh, or when a message about a storm comes along, either you need it today or you're going to need it tomorrow. Yeah. But uh, God, I found has always given me what i've needed whenever i before i needed it um i had a situation several years ago in in my life that i had a need of prayer and uh, i had a little i had a child come to me we were in church camp and this child came to me with the exact same problem that i was having Um, situation in in my life so I took this child over to a senior pastor and I said this is the situation that she's dealing with and I started to turn and leave and the Lord said stay because the Lord gave me the answer through him giving that child the answer two days later my niece was standing before me and I was able then to give her the answer that was given to me through the pastor giving that child the answer god knows what he's doing and he'll he'll help us through through all of our situations either you're in one right now or you're going to be one in, in one tomorrow but the thing about it, to know and to always realize is that he's faithful he's faithful we don't have to know all the answers but we have to know that that he's got a plan and that plan will put us where we need to be.
3: uh somebody in the group isaac definitely is someone that we need to continue to pray for uh who's definitely going through a storm uh his uh, mama passed away last year of cancer and now he's taking care of both his grandparents uh living with them because they don't have anybody else to take care of him he's getting ready to start school soon so isaac is definitely somebody that we need to be praying for that's in a storm
2: Um, I have a few prayer requests. Um, one. Uh, I'm going through a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of things in my life. Um, Mental, mentally sometimes, and like my job, they work, in, it works in my nerves sometimes, and I carry that home at home. You know what I mean? I feel like every time, everything I do, I'm not good enough. And, you know, I try to encourage myself and make myself positive. But I'm struggling with that. And I just feel like, you know, like every time I try to do something, something, I'm too slow. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry that I'm not, you know, I do my best. I work hard. I go to work every day. I don't call off. But I feel like every time I'm just not, you know, good enough, and I, I've been struggling very, wet, bad with this job, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to move out of state with my mother, and I'm trying to get, you know, I gotta give me strength, give me peace, and I'm having health issues, My whole foot is swollen. I can barely walk on. I can't do anything hardly no more. This foot, I can't walk on it fully. It's sideways instead of straight. It hurts. I can't get up in the morning sometimes and walk. I've been going through it, man. I'm trying to give God the praise through it trying to get back in my word, my prayer life. It's just been rough with this. But I'm not diabetic. I'm not pre-diabetic no more. But this foot is tearing me apart.
1: Else I else want to share are for you, pray? Patience
2: careful okay, what you pray for, but God gives <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to pray for patience into <laughs> the spirit, but hey. Yeah. I feel like I've been
4: praying for patience for a long time, and it's really like there seems to be things that keep pushing my patience. Like the more I ask for patience, <laughs> so God's like, I'm trying to help you see what that's really like, and I'm like, I know, but I need
1: it. I need you to do it. It is hard though. Patience mm-hmm. is hard. It's so hard because the flesh is like literally tearing that apart. Tribulations bring patience. Yeah. So when you pray for patience, get ready. Lord. Right.
2: And he may He's not come sense when sense you him. want him. Mm-hmm. But he'll show up right on time. Paul said that no matter what
1: state I find myself in, I find myself content. And that's not the direct quote. But anyway, a lot a lot of times when when We've got so many things coming at us in different in different ways. Uh, just you know, stop and say, Lord, help me to be content here in this time. All these things are moving around about me, that help me to be content. And what you're really praying for there is, is peace through whatever situation you're in. Whether you're you're wanting patience, Lord help me to be content here know that you're in control. Help me to, to know where I'm whether I'm supposed to be here or moving out of state with my mom and if I'm supposed to be moving out of state with my mom that Lord I know you've got the right job for me whether it's here or whether it's there. Um, but uh, uh, help us to be content where we are because the Lord knows where we're at. He knows what we have need of. He's trying to build us into the person that he would have us to be. Oh, that's in his time but he's working it all for our good and that's what that's the main thing that we have to keep in mind is he's working all the for our good you ready to pray there, Captain? Hey, Matt, right. I yes. would
3: like to have a prayer for um, oh. having a heart scan on okay. Friday I've been having tightness in my arms numb and my blood pressures going up and down and mm-hmm
4: just need the Lord to touch it yeah. whatever's going on anyone else? I'd say uh, for me self control is definitely what I've been praying for uh, and then kind of like I guess wisdom on like things on oh, like I need to end because you know how hard it is for me to like just track me down and see where I'm at or what I'm doing <laughs> the more I'm doing so many the different things uh, so kind of like I've been thinking about it like it's um, hard to like kind of like actually put all my all in something if I'm pulled be so many different directions so just kind of wisdom things that I need to change
2: this
3: one yeah. uh, there's a couple people that I know uh, that I've talked to recently that are Struggling with uh, depression and suicidal thoughts as well, so definitely want to keep keep that in prayer as well. <coughs> just want to wait before we prayer just in case anybody else wants to share. Watson and I's buddy, Scotty, texted a couple of weeks ago in the the guys' group chat and saying that his wife, Lauren, was uh, having some bad troubles and she had to go to the hospital for something. Um, So prayers for that as well. Oh, and uh, Josh Mills as well. He was saying that he needs a lot of encouragement. I'd say just in general, I feel like the world needs a lot of prayer right you now. I just feel like depression and, and just like sadness is on like a rise and it's just like crazy. But I just feel like in are we should
4: pray for just like the yeah. world. It's, it's like really bad right you
2: now.
1: Yeah. So Somebody got in my vehicle last night and uh, stole uh, a wallet. was nothing really, uh, Anybody, whoever that was needs prayer. Yeah. I uh, had an extra one that I had just in my console. There was nothing in it. it. Everything in my console was in my seat. So anyways, somebody was there. me. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we can laugh about it, but I mean, that person is in desperation to steal. Yeah. I mean, so. Person
2: needs prayer. Homeless people. Yeah. Yeah, the Lord doesn't have to give me stuff to that. He really is, cause I've been struggling with that part with um, people. And the Lord knows I have a heart for everybody. I'll do anything. And man, sometimes I'd be like. The ones that give me a heart more for him. he really is I'd be wanting to do stuff, but I'm like I'd just be afraid of him. Let's be afraid to go talk to him. learning he's gonna be more boldness with those people he does oh I'm at a uh, uh young adult group last
1: night at um the
4: pitch it's um. Uh, First Baptist and
3: St. Olaf. Yeah, that's Kylie's group. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, with Devin Lamb and all Yeah. I've not
4: even any of them more, but yeah. I, yeah, I talked to them last night. Like, they are cool. Yeah, uh, but yeah, just pray because they said that they were new groups. So just uh, there's a couple people they 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 want to start coming. They they really need what, like what all they're doing and so. stuff. Yeah, just pray for groups, group for right, and stuff. So.
3: Yeah, does anybody feel led to pray that would want to pray for these? Not I can Okay, all right. Well, dear Heavenly Father, we we thank you, we love you, we praise you, we give you all the glory and honor that you deserve. Uh, Lord, we just lift up these uh, needs and these prayer requests and these storms of life that we're we're all facing and that we're dealing through. And, uh, you know, just like Kyle said, we want to cast them at your feet. So uh, your word says that we can come boldly to the throne. So uh, as a group and all in one accord, we're coming boldly to the throne, and we are throwing all of these requests at your feet. And we're saying, Lord, we ask that you would take control of them and that you would deal with them and that you would show us how to practically take care of them if we need to practically take care of them. So, Father, we lift up Isaac and uh, his family and uh, both of his grandparents. Lord, we ask that you would strengthen his grandparents. Lord, we ask that you would heal them of of all infirmity and all disease and and anything else that they're they're dealing with. Uh, All sickness be gone in Jesus' name. And give Isaac the strength so that as they are continuing to heal, that they will uh, be able to get better so that he can uh, go to school and that he can work and he can have a safe and fun environment to live in again. uh, Lord, we lift up Anthony who just feels like he is not good enough. And we tell those lies to go back to hell because that's where they came from. Lord, we pray for this foot. Lord, we declare and decree from the top of his head, the soles of his feet, that he is whole, well, and healed. Father, your word says on earth as it is in heaven. So in heaven there is no pain. On earth there is no pain right now in Anthony's foot. In Jesus' name. And Lord, we just pray and ask that you help Anthony to have a heart to help those that need help. And that you would give him boldness and and uh, you would remind him that the scriptures say for every single day of uh, the year 365 times do not be afraid. So we ask that all this fear would flee, and you remind him every day that he does not need to be afraid. Father, we thank you for Watson uh, and his family that came tonight, and we just pray and ask, Lord, that um, he is asking for patience. Lord, we pray and ask that you would help him with this, as well as discipline. Show him exactly how he needs to be disciplined and in certain areas, and Lord, He has a burden for homeless people. Lord, we pray and ask that um, every single time that walks and sees someone, that you would give him practical ideas and ways that He can help. Uh, Lord, we lift up, I believe it's Latasha, right? Yeah. And we just pray and ask that um, you would give her patience as well because she has been asking for it and she uh, is struggling with that as, as anyone does when they ask for patience. But we ask that you would just continue to lift her up and give her strength as. You are trying to help her pursue what patience truly is. Lord, she also has a burden for the world and all the sadness that seems like it is crippling everything. Father, we just pray and ask that you would help us to choose joy at all times because that's what you truly are, is pure joy. So if uh, us Christians and believers can, can choose joy, that we can go out and about and we can get rid of this sadness in the world. Uh, Father, we want to lift up uh, Kyle and his family, and we thank you so much for bringing him, them here tonight. Uh, But, Lord, we just ask that this air conditioning situation would be fixed uh, and that they would actually not be able to uh, sweat all night long when they go to sleep, but they can be cooled down. Father, I pray for Aunt Jenny, and I thank you that uh, she was able to come and lead worship tonight. Lord, we just pray and ask that uh, whatever is on her heart skin or whatever is going wrong, we just ask that you would take care of it right now. And it's something that we wouldn't have to worry about in the future, but it's something that is dealt with right now. Uh, Father, we pray for John. And he is asking for self-control, wisdom, time management as well. We just ask that in, in all the uh, situations that he is in in his life, that you would just continue to be a guide and that you would comfort him to make the right decisions when it comes to the, the right time. Lord, we are lifting up all the people that deal with suicide and depression and anxiety, uh, loneliness. Father, all these people that are dealing with uh, this mental illness, we speak to them right now and we we declare what the word says and that says that they will live and not die so father we just pray and ask that you would encourage them that you would uplift them and that you would surround them with the right people that need to be around them at the right time Uh, Lord, i just pray and ask that you help me to find the right job and that you would place me where you want me Uh, lord we just pray for scotty and lauren as they are working on their small business and we ask that you would just continue to help lauren as she Uh, is being strengthened from whatever she went to the hospital for. I Continue to help her there. Lord, help Josh Mills as he is going back to Marshall soon, Uh, and he watches over so many people there. We pray and ask that you would encourage him and that you would lift his head and that he would choose joy. And we pray for, uh, um, I believe it was Kyle's dad. Uh, whoever stole his wallet, Lord, we ask that you would uh, continue to um, convict him and remind him whose he is. And if he doesn't know who you are, Lord, we just pray and ask that Holy Spirit would overwhelm him all night long of thoughts about you and finding a, a church to go to tomorrow so that he can learn more about you. Uh, and we pray for the first Baptist adult group uh, that is just being started, and, and they are wanting to continue to learn more about you, Jesus, and get the, the gospel out and about, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, Next week, we will be at Kings River Worship Center. Uh, If you have a background check, you are more than welcome to come and help us. Uh, We are handing out, um, funny you're talking about homeless people, we're handing out clothes and food to a bunch of homeless people and a bunch of people in the foster care system. Um, So if you have a background check, you're more than welcome to come. Uh, If you do not have one but you would still like to come and help out, Uh, just text me and we'll we'll get that situated for you. But other than that, thanks for coming. You can chill out and talk as long as y'all need.